it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you Nebraska Baseball. Catch our live coverage as the Huskers meet the Indiana Hoosiers on the Diamond at Hawks Field at Haymarket Park in Lincoln. Watch Friday, May 10th at 6 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. The other way for the Husker. That's something Nebraska's going to do on the dribble drive. They're meeting you outside the lane. A dozen now for Tomonaga. He is four of five from the field. Wrapping up hour number one here on Herd Out Sports Radio and 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri Cities. We are also live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And we are brought to you by your Omaha Supernovas. They got their first win of the season. Anna is repping the I am. Let's go. Supernovas gear as well. They got their first win of the season with a sweep over San Diego on Saturday. And they will be back at home on Wednesday at 7 p.m. against the Vegas Thrill. That's 7 p.m. at CHI Health Center on Wednesday. Make sure you go to supernovas.com to what, find out whatever you want. You got tickets, you got schedule, you got game notes, team stats, everything you could need, or you got a shop on there too if mm-hmm. you want to get, yeah, get some, some gear, gear like Anna's rocking over there as well, those are your Omaha Supernovas. That's supernovas.com. Before we get into the Supernovas match from over the weekend, we've got a caller on the Warhorse Sportsbook hotline, my guy Evan Stone. Evan, what's going on, buddy? What's going on, man? How we doing? Uh, we're doing pretty well. You know, we're kind of just re- rehashing uh, some tough losses for Nebraska and Creighton over the weekend. Uh, for people that don't know, I went to college with Evan. He is the f- world's foremost expert on Illinois athletics. Ooh. He's, wow. wow. I, I think I, that's fair. I'll receive it. I think that's fair. It's, I, I, I don't know anyone that uh, knows more about Illinois athletics than you. So were you at the game last night, Evan? I, I was not at the game last night. We had other things going on. So I was able to watch it, but I wasn't able to get over there for it. Yeah, uh, so what um, what were your thoughts as you're, you know, it looked like Illinois had that thing in the bag, and Nebraska makes that late comeback, what was it, 72-62, and Nebraska's able to come back 
and tie it with an 11-1 run down the stretch there? Like, what's going through your head as that's happening? Well, I mean, honestly, I wasn't super surprised because the whole game itself was just a wild game. Yes. And not just in the sense of, like, everything was chaotic. It just, nothing made sense throughout that whole game. Um, And so, when Illinois jumps up 10, with about three minutes left, you almost saw everyone shut down, and then Nebraska just put it in a whole nother gear. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was weird because then going into overtime, I'm, like I was pretty confident we were still going to win. It was just I had no idea what it was going to look like pulling it out. So as you're – let, let's let's rewind to the the beginning of the game now. As you're watching uh, Kese Tominaga kind of just go nuclear on you a little bit, he had 15 points super early, just a total bounce back game for him after uh, his poor showing against Wisconsin. Like, what's going through your ear? Like, it's just going to be one of those days where this guy just shreds us. Well, here's the thing: um, Illinois basketball stadium is the greatest get-right facility for anyone who's gone through a club that's not on Illinois. And so, I mean, it was pretty obvious that when, when Casey saw – so he actually – where we attend church on Sunday morning is where the visiting teams stay. Mm-hmm. And so I got to see the guys, uh, you know, for breakfast in the morning, and Casey just had a swag about him in the morning, and you just knew it was going down. <laughs> and so uh, – What do you eat for breakfast? Uh, well, you know, I tried to I tried to put some things in his orange juice, but <laughs> I was afraid he'd get the Jordan treatment. And so, uh, you know, it, it was just, it was rough. We knew he was going to go off. Um, and then on the flip side, the, the crazy thing is, is he's hitting shots that, like, you know, Terrence is all over him. Yeah. And Ty Rogers is all over him. And, and he's just draining these. Uh, I think I texted you last night. His heat check in the first half was the most hilarious Robbie Luba heat check I've ever seen in my entire life. Where he had two threes and then just like a step across half court. I'm chucking. Just letting it happen. Yeah, the diff- and then on the flip side, well, the flip side is then Illinois' two best shooters, wide open threes, and they, they went 0 for 10 from yeah. three point last night. So that's what I'm saying. It was just a crazy wild game. But yeah. Yeah, the difference between me and, and, and Tominaga is he actually waited to make two first before he took his heat check. He didn't just come out he didn't just come out the gate. Super with the logo. It. Well, you know, when you put the work in, you can come out the gate with whatever you want. I keep saying Casey Tominaga is the second greatest shooter in Nebraska, so behind number forty five. <laughs> I appreciate that, Evan. I uh, he might be a little bit better athlete than I am, though. You know, at this point, at least at this point, you know, I'm getting I'm getting up there. Um, so, yeah. Ev- <laughs> Evan, what's Illinois looking like the rest of the way out? Like, wh- where do you, as you kind of look at this team? Obviously, they they had uh, Terrence Shannon out for a while uh, with his suspension. He's back now. Like, what's the ceiling for this team in your mind? Well, I think. The, the floor is really high. I don't know how high the ceiling is. Mm, because even as you saw last night, I, I think they're just they're a steady team. They're, they're top five 
uh, offensive efficiency in, in the nation right now. And so when they are able to just do what they're supposed to do, which there was a stretch when they built that 10-point lead when they came out in the second half and they're driving and dumping down and they're scoring in the paint and they're getting wide-open layups and dunks. And that's what they're supposed to do. And then they start getting into some hero ball and someone makes a three and they start chucking threes. And um, and that's what allowed Nebraska to come back. So that's why I say, like, I, I really – I think their floor is high. Um. But their ceiling, they're they're just so limited in, in being able to pull away from teams, which is is pretty pretty frustrating. So this stretch is going to be big. I you know Coach Hoiberg last night in his press conference said you know we got another game on Wednesday. It feels like we played a hundred games in you know two weeks, and Illinois is at the end of that stretch. Mm-hmm. And so we we're off until Saturday, and so we just finished a crazy you know game two days game, two days game. And so it'll be interesting to see after this whole kind of, you know, as best as you can get into college basketball season by week, um, how they how they respond coming out of, out of this week. and uh, But they've got both Wisconsin and Purdue at home. So both of them come into their place. So technically Illinois controls their destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they'll do with it, but they put themselves in a position to, to succeed down the stretch. Stoney, I appreciate your time. I know you were dropping the kids off for school. Uh, I appreciate you calling in, uh, giving us a little insight on Illinois and, you know, making people show know my uh, bona fides as a shooter out here. So I appreciate that. Hey, come on. You're a real hooper. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks, Stoney. Uh, that's Evan Stone. He is the world's foremost expert on Illinois basketball and my college roommate. So, uh, Stoney, be good. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, he's he's a good dude. He lives out in Champaign, um, but no, it, it was it was really interesting to to watch that game last night because he's right. You you saw that their inability to close mm-hmm. the door on Nebraska even when they had those opportunities, and uh, it was I'm sure frustrating for an Illinois fan, but it, it certainly gave Nebraska fans life a little bit. Uh, we do have a couple minutes here. I want to talk. I know you were at the Supernovas last night. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure we at least touch on them in case we get the show gets away from us, as it tends to do sometimes. Um, how was the atmosphere Saturday night compared to game one? And obviously, Supernovas got the win, which is even better. Yeah, I mean, atmosphere-wise, I would say about the same. And that is really impressive to me. It was over 11,000 again. And awesome. so now Omaha and the Supernovas specifically hold the top two most attended U.S pro women's volleyball games so pretty amazing stuff absolutely and, but i'm not really surprised honestly just based upon how much this uh this city and state loves volleyball but in talking to coach collier after the match he was just like it's so nice knowing that this wasn't a one-time thing it wasn't oh let's just put on an event and, exp- and a spectacle break a record and then never come back it was no we're here to support this team and i think um the Supernovas team showed out in the way of how much talent that they have and in a sweep too against a good San Diego team I think they were just a lot more connected and you kind of see the pieces coming together because in all reality they they really had a mini camp with the players most of the players that they knew or thought would be on their team Mm -hmm. and then were playing a huge match at CHI Health Center the first one ever in America for this league in front of 11,000 people right it's so hard to be 
mentally and physically ready for that mm -hmm. especially when you're just putting a whole new team together that everyone has to figure out each other and strengths and weaknesses and whatnot but the supernovas team is really good i mean they're loaded with talent they're going to be so fun to watch uh, throughout the rest of play and nobody should be discouraged by that first uh five set loss i mean they almost reverse swept first of all but mm -hmm. i think this uh this 3-0 sweep just really um just really showed the amount of talent that omaha has and they should be excited about it and definitely come out to the next max match on wednesday yeah i think it was a i think it was pretty clear the kind of the moment on that first match was really big and uh -huh. you could kind of see they were a little tight not super cohesive that really was not the case on saturday yeah. they came out of the gates playing great 25-17, 25-19, 25-22. They were able to get the sweep against San Diego. As I mentioned earlier, they've got Vegas coming up on Wednesday. Make sure you get to supernovas.com to get tickets and to check out their schedule. Coming up next, we've got Sam McEwen from the Omaha World Herald here on Herd Sports Radio.